It's no better time than the present. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, hey, how are you doing? Good, mate. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Blue Abroad Show, Monday, the 21st of August, 2013. Hey, Pom. What? We're playing finals. Way! Hey, how good is that? Officially. Yeah. yeah. We've been here a long time. We've done many a Blue Abroad show. You've done... I'd love to know your percentage of wins and losses because I think there was a time there where you only came here on losses. Well, um, <laughs> last year, yeah. I think, last year when we went through that eight and two spurt, I only did one and I did the two losses. <laughs> and then, then Ian had the audacity to invite me on his show for a loss. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was nice. Yeah. Nice of everyone just to let me not enjoy the times we were winning absolutely jay this is this is the first ba show that we're finals bound we are 100 percent finals bound it's a first for a lot of us um what i thought about this earlier what a really unique experience for those who have seen premierships because i'll talk to them throughout the the weeks and they'll say oh, i just can't wait for those of you who haven't seen success i can't wait for you guys to what like see success so like What's it like for them? Like they're just sitting back and they're just watching us go crazy, and then all of a sudden get into this this zone of ah, now they know what it's like to be in finals again. It's an interesting one, actually. I was speaking to Barbaza just in that inter intermission. He asked me yeah. like a really poignant question, like how does it feel for me? Because obviously, you know, even though I'm old in reality as a Carlton fan, I'm, I'm like twelve years old. Like, yeah, yes. I mean, yeah. So I, I, I don't have any memory of anything good apart from Judd versus Richmond, and that that feels like a lifetime ago. I didn't really understand what I'd witnessed. Um, you, you know what? I'm going to downplay it a little bit. I've built this moment up so much doing this with you that mm. I actually feel like this is normal and it's where mm. I belong. And I don't know if that's because I've been such a nuffy in the four years of thinking we're better than we are. But my brain is actually telling me this is where we belong. So this is like, it's like an excitement energy. It's not like, a, oh my God, we've done it. It's like, this mm. is not, which I didn't expect to feel like this, to be honest. I thought I'd be naked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do resonate with what you're saying because it, it, it's, it's like we have held the standard and held the, you know, in the way that we critique the club and the players and everyone we've held them to this standard of a contending team or a top four team or a top six team or a top eight team, whatever. So yeah, it's like, it doesn't feel magical. It feels, it just more so than anything, it's just more like, okay, now we can start talking, like actually start talking. You know, we're, we're a bona fide side now. 100% mate. I mean, we've, we've talked a lot of smack on this show, haven't we? We've mm -hmm. talked a lot of smart. Mm -hmm. We've built it up. We we are actually here, though. This is tangible. We can hold it. We can touch it. It's an exciting time. Yeah. No, it sure is. We're going to recap it all. We've got a big night tonight. We've just done the, the player ratings. We are going to play the fan cams compilation, and then we're going to get stuck right into this game. So stand by. Hi, welcome to the round 23 fan cams after the Blues actually clinch a final spot. Mate, happy days, mate. Hey, I've... Tell you what, if you don't believe in them now, probably no point, is there? It's no point. I mean... Don't bother. Did it the hard way. It was tough. I've got to tell you, Noah Anderson has the ball in hand and everything in my existence froze. Like everything slowed down, bro. It was crazy. Coming of age, 
it, the game was getting away from them. Paddy Dell steps up, Fisher steps up. Yeah, almost lost for words, man. Almost lost for words. They had to do it very, very differently today, you know? Very differently. And you can't take anything away from them. I don't care if it's Gold Coast. That's a tough game on the road, man. And they're 40 points down. 40 points. You want to question their Pull mental fortitude? You want, to, you, want, you want to question their mental fortitude? Now you can go and get fucked. There's nothing more to say about this club. Mate, I, I, I really love this football club. I really do, man. It's, it means everything to me, man. Like it's, it was so good today. And you guys sharing this whole time with you, you know, there's still more to go. Let's not, but let's enjoy it tonight. But, um, that's that's extreme, mate. That's extreme, mate. Uh, listen, that was Cuda like. I used to watch Cuda do that on a weekly basis. Trust me, man. I don't want to disrespect Cuda, but I'm telling you, what he did today is reminiscent of three or four or five or ten or twenty games that I saw Cuda do that. You know, dominate at the front and then go at the back and just be that dominance. But I'm telling you, one play like that can win you a grand final. <laughs> uh, finals content. <laughs> it's here. It's, it's here. Yes. Just give me one final series. Just one time. One it's time. Uh, oh, dear me. Uh, it's the relief. It's just... Yeah, the job's not done. There's still so much to go. There's still so there's still so many minutes and so many things to play out. And I'm just so happy. <laughs> just so happy. Oh, that's how it feels. <laughs> it's uh, and like um, the last last team I was in love with was 2011 Carlton. I'm like falling back in love again. I'm falling back in love with the team. With the team, always loved the club, but now the team's like coming after my heart. And <laughs> the last time Carlton beat a Queensland-based team in Queensland, with Carlton's leading goal kicker for the game having 18 disposals and exactly 14 kicks, it was 1993. Oh, how good, mate. Oh, my God. I can only imagine the feeling that is going to be surrounding Melbourne. The streets are just, again, going to be littered with just happy people and a good vibe. And, um, yeah, I'm just glad that you finally and everyone else get to enjoy it after um, all of the hard times, <laughs> the really hard times. We're done. We're done. Yeah. We did it. We're done. Yeah. Terry! How are you, Terry? Oh, Terry! Come on! Let's go, Terry! What? Let's go, Zach. It was an absolute heart. It was so like I was shaking, Terry. I was sh shaking again. And I thought, well, like when um first of all, Terry, like what a game. I wanna say, come on the boys! We're actually playing final, Terry. What is going on? We've waited for this for so long. The last time we played finals, I missed the first final because I was on a footy trip. It ain't happening this year. I am going to be at that first final. 90,000 baggers screaming at the top of their lungs. Very, very happy. Like, I, I just can't believe, like, um, eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago, like, we just... We'd never imagine what we've seen right now. Mate, I'm just a bit, I can't really, I'm a bit yeah. lost for words. Like, yeah. the last time we played finals, this is what I looked like. Um, this is what I looked like. <laughs> so, with that, I'll just show you a little more. Let Gold Coast know what we're doing out of here. Just want to let Gold Coast know what it's about. Hey, Gold Coast! Just win, baby.
What a night. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I enjoyed, you know, just sharing a personal effect and Terry just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So good. Don't ever underestimate. Um, you, can, you can never underestimate what those sessions do for someone. Well, you had your first session on Sunday, mate. You hosted the Sunday fan camps. I was... Man, I party rock a little too hard on Saturday night. Let me tell you, I was in no state to host fan cams last night. <laughs> we we had fun, mate. It's it's therapeutic seeing the fan base enjoy themselves, be happy, and rare for me just to shut the fuck up and listen to other people. So, I mean, that was quite nice as well because my voice needed mm. a rest. I, I, I cheered a bit hard to get them over the line we did. So, uh Mate, that's an honour, and it's great to see people just... It, it, it's nice to have be in this position and everyone's vibes are good, as opposed to trying to lift vibes. I'm just riding what vibes. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. It is very true. Well, plenty on the agenda. We've got to talk about the game. We've got to talk about the votes. We've got to talk about the, 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 the updated... Um, injury news that we've got, who's going to be available this week. We have a, a bit of a disaster to talk about. That is the the AFL, uh, sorry, the the, the Carlton Reserves. Um, and we'll talk about the implications of that. And then we'll look a little, a little bit ahead to the GWS Giants. Um, let's start with round 23. So those of you in the chat, who are here every week, you know exactly what it is and how we do it. Three words to summarize Gold Coast. And Pommy, now that you've reviewed it, watched it, what do you make of that? I mean, so many similarities this season from last season and lots of redemption arcs. These boys are trying mm. to give M. Night Shyamalan a run for his money for the twists and turns they generate per game. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. The last time we played them, round 13, the ladder looked like this. They had a game in hand. An article was written about them that they could be the, the Smokies to arrive late for finals was the headline. Will the Gold Coast arrive late for finals? Um, everyone locked in four points against Carlton. That would have got them in the eight. And um, with the buys, we were 15th. We were clamoring for air. And if you remember, that first quarter against Gold Coast was the repeat of Essendon. And then something clicked around quarter time and the boys turned it on. And this week, the boys were shell-shocked for a quarter. It was tentative. It was fumbly. It was pressure. And the boys found a new way in nine wins to win. And that's from getting battered at the start to chip away. And that's what we did. We were, it reminded me of the great Hawthorne sides that you could get the jump on Hawthorne. Remember that Tasmania game? We got the jump on them when they were premiers and they just chipped away six points by six points. And it became inevitable and probably the hardest, best watch along I've ever been a part of that quarter time. Jesus. Some people managed to drag me into a dark place. But ultimately, probably the best one I've been a part of because keep saying it, positive energies. These boys, they just need a little bit of belief. And once they smelt blood, they were systematic in their approach. And another another win, finals locked away, and we get to enjoy the final round. Enjoy the yeah. final round. Because no matter what happens, we're in the eight. I'm not going to lie. So watching it at the ground was... Oh one of the first few times that I can remember, it was quite unique for me. It was it was so different watching the replay and, and realizing what had happened. I actually didn't realize in, in it, this is a really weird thing to say, I didn't realize that we had actually gone down by 40 at one point. I was I was so shell-shocked at the first quarter. Like I, I, I wasn't surprised to see a little bit of a slip or a little bit of a, a lack in energy given how intense the week before against Melbourne was. So I wasn't shocked at it. But then when it started getting out to like 38 or 33 and 38, and obviously 40 and whatnot, it it was just, I don't know. I was like, I was angry and I was like, 
really finding it hard to come to terms with what was happening. And then I think the second, because of that, I didn't really get to enjoy the second quarter for what it was at the time. And then when I watched the replay, I realized how incredible the comeback was. And it's also with this group. I, I don't remember too many comebacks with this group along the journey, if any. They had them stages with Teague, if you remember, where they got battered and then came back mm-hmm. and ultimately fell short. But we know this side can do it. I mean, I, I think this side was t- a total different comeback. It was it was almost ruthless, just chipping on. And I'm going to be totally honest, and those in the watch-along can validate if I'm chatting bare shit, but I was quite I was quite relaxed at quarter time. Like, like I, I don't know what these boys have done to me, but I genuinely believe they can do it, and I wasn't surprised. Like, th- there is something about this group of boys that, and that's probably under service, this group of men, men. Um, who... They can do it. They can do it. Nothing phases them anymore. This is not the Carlton, oh, my God, if we lose. Oh, shit. This is the Carlton that's like, all right, cool. Watch me. Do you remember Cooter used to say his mantra is, I can, I will watch me? Mm-hmm. These boys have got a little bit about them. Do you know what I mean? I can, I will watch me. And tell you what, they came back. They, they came back. And it, it was one of them ones that we've been a part of. We've got ahead. Then people start chipping us away, and you knew eventually that damn wall was going to break. They were just too good, and credit to the the men. Honestly, fucking Mm. love it. How good's winning, baby? Yeah. But I I think one of the big criticisms of this group for a long time was their ability to adjust in-game, in-quarter. And I just think a a 40-point deficit in any reality in the past, maybe – apart from one time, it might've been against the D's from memory. It was early in the season. We nearly pegged it back and won the game, but I just feel like they're there. We used to say the word inevitable and the inevitability of the, of the loss. Once we got to a certain point or a certain stage in the game, and even probably in some of the losses this year in, in the losing streak, there was that inevitability, but now there is just this pure will to win. Like they, 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 they are demanding it. They're not accepting losing. Um, and it's, you know, you blink and you're like, they've arrived. It's clicked. It's happened. Like the thing it's here. We're living through it right now. Um, and I feel like this will be the last final series. This will be the last final series that we go into, not as the favorite to win it for the next couple of years. That's how it feels. I'd say all seven sides that make up this final, I reckon if you have a heart-to-heart with them and say, who do you not fucking want in an eliminator? They'll say, Carlton. Like, mm. There's something about these boys. I tell you, there's there's a bit of doggies about these boys. You know, where uh, you can write them off. You can say no one wins from eighth. You can say all that bollocks. But there was something about that doggy side led by Murphy that just didn't want to lose. That couldn't lose. There was yeah. a there was an inevitability about they were going to win, and you know what? These boys now success is addictable, and you can see these boys are addicted to winning. And you know, one case in point, Charlie Kerner. That I, I said it a quarter time. My energies were off. I was a little bit too laid back, and I, I told myself off along with about thirty people in chat. But I gave myself a telling off. I was down. And you know what? Charlie Kerno kicks that goal when he looked at the chase squad in the eyes and said, come on, give me something. Give me something. And that is telling you, oh, these boys ride the energy. They ride the wave. That They're in the moment. They're living for the moment. And no longer does pressure scare them. Now they're, they love it. They've got that arsehole about it. Yeah. I, I When I watched the replay last night... Um, that moment, I think when Charlie kicked his first goal, the, the manner in which he demanded a rise from the cheer squad or just the, you know, the home fans, <clears throat> you know, we'll get talking about it after we do the review of the game, but there is a ser- like there is a serious role for the fans to play in this. And we're going to touch on the, that and how important it is and how important really it is to, 
to get as much unity behind them as possible and and remove this what do we call it ptsd btsd ctsd um because they're 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 needing it and where i was sitting i was sitting in the grandstand and it, it sort of it came it had like a bit of a roofing so it started echoing and once he kicked his third or fourth the carlton crowd was was involved and then you know the rest was history I mean, PTSD is a strong word. Do you know I mean, I, I, th- I think it's more simple than that. Yeah. I, I, I think it's the need to be right. It's the mm. need that I think there is some people out there, believe it or not, who tweet and put it on Facebook. Some of it was barbaric, to be honest. Don't mind you getting angry at the game when you know the result, but like, do you know what I mean? Unless you're my wife who predicted the result again. Do you know what I mean? Just, you don't know the future. Um it's preparing yourself to be right. So they can kind of skulk away and go, we lost, but at least I was right. Carlton is shit. Truth, truth be told, these boys, we've got one fucking job and that is to keep pushing inside their mm. head. We believe and look what belief does, man. Look what belief does. Dow looks fucking brilliant. Fisher taking the piss off halfback. Charlie has heard from his uncle Pommy's the best player in the league so much now. He is actually the best player in the league. People who don't even support Carlton accept it as fact. This is what belief does. These boys right now, and I remember saying this to you last year when they lost round 23, they have the greatest opportunity in the world because they are standing on the shoulders of giants. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Your diesels, your sticks. Do you know what I mean? Brand names. These boys will always be propelled into that echelon. Tell you what now, fuck me. In 10 years' time, you're going to be talking about you should have seen Cripps. Should have seen Dow in that final series. Should have seen Charlie. They were proper players. Take me, give me them again. Give me them again. These boys now are writing their own history. No one's talking about 95. No one's talking about 1980. This is the now. These are the stars, the history makers of tomorrow, today. And they're starting to own that role. And they're honouring it. And tell you what, man, how fucking good does it feel? No, we've been negative on this show for four fucking years, man. I've had to yeah. pull riddles out of my ass to cheer you up. You've got it on the field now. Embrace it every moment. Yeah. You don't want to get caught looking back saying, oh, I wish I had have embraced it. Because you're right. I mean, Blackarat just said it. This is our greatest moment in a lifetime. There are many of us who have not seen a team win nine in a row, like a Carlton team win nine in a row. There are many of us. Um, and I think what the year is also, the team and the year, like every year I feel like I'll learn something new about the game or about, I'll just have some sort of realization. This year, I think regardless of what happens as the outcome, this year will have taught me to never draw a conclusion until the end of a game, number one, and then, more importantly, the end of a season. Um, and it's it's you, you can't make decisions and conclusions before, for the most part, before a full season or a full game has played itself out. Like it's really clear to me now. And I think it's time for reflection. I, I remember being a fifteen-year-old boy. Right. And I was captain of my school's golf team, which sounds cringe, but it's quite a big honor when you're 15, when year 11 and year 12 are there. And I remember my nan came out of hospital after a heart attack and my granddad wheeled her around. And I remember as we dropped her off at the hospital, as we were driving home, my pop said to me, embrace today where she saw you play golf because he was like, this is the happiest you'll be with her. And one day soon she'll go because we knew she was going to die. And he said that that will make the loss easier. If you live this moment and enjoy this three, four hours with her. And you know what? As weird as it sounds, it was the hardest moment of my life when she died. But I remember that five hours of seeing her rugged up watching me hit every shot. And it's it made the death a little bit easier. And what I'm trying to say is that's what these nine wins do. This moment now will tee us up when we're in a rebuild 2026. We've come off a 75-point loss after winning three of the next four flags, right? And we're fucking low. But we can look back at this moment and say, you know what? It was fucking good, and it's coming back again. It'll come back again. All we've got to do is back them in and keep pushing that narrative 
And you know what? How fucking good is it, man? Like, yeah, we're man. a real mean fighting machine out there. Yeah. I mean, I can I can take the point that, like, we needed to see something before people jumped on board. This is it. Like, they're, 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 you know, this is it. And then going into a final series, we almost, we're going to, like, crank it up a little bit more and just go all in. And um, it's going to be powerful. Like, the fact that we are sitting here, we know with certainty we are playing finals, we are going I think we know, wait. We know that we're, we've got a home final round one, right? That's a hundred million percent locked in. Okay, so we we know that we are marching to the MCG. <laughs> oh God, ninety thousand people again! Like we know it's happening with a round to play. Yeah, stunning. And, and, and all I want to hear out of anyone's mouth is, is five more wins. Mm. Five more wins. That is your mm. waking, sleeping mind. Five more wins. None of I want to hear no bollocks of if we're at Brisbane. Oh, God, Gabber, it's a tough place to go. None of that bollocks. None of that bollocks. None of the bollocks of oh, Carlton haven't won a game in a northeasterly since 1975 or any of that bollocks. Just focus on these boys can achieve anything. I am telling you now, last week proved it. They can achieve anything you can think of if they've got 80,000 people channeling to win this fucking thing. Five more away from 17. It's not that many, is it? Five. Five wins. They did that in 2016 with Mickey Mouse footballers. They won five games. These are good footballers. Five games away from immortality. Immortality. Keep your sticks. Keep your fucking... Diesels. These are the heroes. These are the heroes that people will remember because they broke the barren spell. They united a nation. Five games. Fuck all, innit? Five games. Fuck all. Crips can win them on his own. Mm -hmm. James Sosich with the 500 Japanese yen. I think the boys have got rid of the loser mentality that has plagued our club for years. We just need to back the team in and trust the process. Boy, how good is the process? <laughs> how good's the process, mate? Mm. I mentioned it. Process. It's the nowish. That's what I'm yeah. about. These, these yeah. boys have own it, and I love mm. it. Yeah, because because they've got confidence in now knowing what they need to do to win. Um. And they've got pure confidence in knowing what they need to do to win. So, yeah. Had a lot of time to reflect over the last few days. Got to go to the game with the Kokens, with Ur. Um, that was a, it was a really good experience. And also, shout out. I said this in the review, but shout out to the Queensland supporters group. Pommy, I can't even explain the vibe at the function. I got there very late, like 30 minutes to go. I got there just in time for the, the song. It was... It was the best interstate event I've been to. I haven't been to Perth, granted, um, but this year, out of all the, I mean, I've been to two interstate games. It was the best one I've seen. Vibes were up and they do a very good job. Good to hear, mate. Good to hear. Um, so, did such a good job. I had to climb out of bed last night to host a show. That's how good they did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to the game, before we get to votes, can you give me a moment of the game that lives rent-free in your head? And those of you playing along at home as well. This this is going to shock everyone watching at home. Charlie Kerno just popping in the back line for Bance to take a mark because he was bored of dominating forward of the ground. Charlie. Charlie? Okay. I'll let me read some of these. Let's have a look. Oh, yes. The Charlie to Harry kick. <laughs> yep. Charlie's mark. Martin's on the wing. I'm not sure. You, Lou, if you're talking, because my one is it's Jack Martin tackling two people at once. I think he had Mac Andrew and somebody else in the contest and one went past him, but he was holding him. And then the other one, he like he grabbed onto his jumper and he still had it. 
reveals it these moments reveal everything with respect to their mentality so yep jasmine ah uh, yes wildy cottrell on the wing to charlie the filth the filth that is matt cottrell that little uh, dinky little I do think in the watch along we called it filth. We do uh, use that phrase as a praise. Bit of filth. Mm -hmm. uh, Cotters to Charlie to always second quarter. Yes. Harry burning the defender. Mm -hmm. He looked more, we said this in the ratings, but he, he Harry seemed to look more confident running than actually having power through his body. I, I feel like that'll come. It could be the knee, the launching through the, the power through the knee or the leg. Um, but it was good to get a, a game into Harry, and I guess a couple of games leading into finals. Yeah, I mean, thank God we won that game because I'll tell you what, half time I went outside for a dart, <laughs> was watching KO and they were bringing up so many Harry stats like, I, I could tell they were hoping we'd lose that and they were like, we're going to bury this guy. So that was good. Um, one moment we haven't talked about, actually, just that does ring out, um, rings true to me. Paddy Dow, devil of this, third quarter, centre clearance, and he does a 360 spin, bought himself some time, hits up Jack Martin, half forward. That was filth. And Albert, my main man, um, we did enjoy Lacocious. My wife's favorite moment of the watch along was me saying, Lakosha's come and see me after class. I'll knock you out, you dirty prick. Um, Nick Newman getting the 50 by laughing. Absolutely rated that. That was little brother to big brother when you get told off. I rated it. Yeah. Ur, all of Charlie's field kicking was amazing as he drops a, a cheeky 100. Just on oh. Dow, I don't know if I described it well in the ratings, but let's say this microphone is a defender like a Gold Coast player, right? Paddy Dow, ball in hand at the, um, one of the, yeah, one of the center bounces. It would, it's the trademark move of his, which we all used to get excited about the burst, but like the way he was dancing in between the defenders, it was like he was, oh. and said it earlier. I can't believe I'm saying it now. I just feel like, I wish there were eight more games left in the season because he just seems to be getting more and more comfortable every week. Building you know? confidence. I mean, I, I was listening to a footage. Um, one of my mates sent me about Dow and he was talking about like his journey about working on stuff and he was never really upset about not being in the team, like the long-term thing. Tell you what, the maturity of that young man, and he's yeah. still a young man. He's still a young man. He's still a bubber. Um, especially when you're as old as me. I mean, it, it's quite humbling to see how he's just time and time again, rise, rose and rose and rose. And you know what? Great to see. Love a little bit of Paddy Dow. I'll tell you what, his journey, wouldn't it be nice? You know, Jimmy R spot on. Wouldn't it be the sex when Carlton win this 17 flag? Dow's the Norm Smith medalist. Wouldn't, oh, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Things are dreams, Terry. Things are dreams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do some votes. For, uh, let's do one, two, and three. I know that I've gone against the grain a little bit with that. Um, so, chat, give us your votes. Pommy, how did you do your your one, your two, and your three? Uh, one vote, George Hewitt. Mm -hmm. Two votes, N. Newman. Mm -hmm. Three votes, Charlie. Fair, fair. I gave, wait, I went, no, I went Newman one. No, actually, no, I didn't. The facts will say Newman one, Hewitt two, Charlie three, but I actually did give my one to Dow. I, I wanted to give him a little bit of love. Uh, so I went Dow, Hewitt, and Charlie. I manipulated it a little bit, but that's okay. As long as Charlie's three, I don't care who you two and yeah. one are, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Was that the best game Charlie's ever played for us? Uh, oh, I don't I know. know. He's picked 10, I, 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 but, you know. I, I, I think it's the best all-round game. I mean, to be honest, it's it, it's probably the one that turned me on the most. Let's put it that way. Yeah. As a Charlie Kerno connoisseur, 
that would be uh, my favourite game I've watched him play. Yes. Josh Dolan, good to bump into you at the at the ground, my friend. Look at Dion's yeah, look. comment. Jesus, you've seen some shit, Dylan. Dion. 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 Hang on. Why can't I say that? Dion, Dion. that one. Hang on. I'm getting to it. I'm oh. getting to it. Also, mate, also met Gavin Whelan. Who's Ga been... um, I miss Gav in chat. Gav's one of the guys that I can bounce off. And yeah, I, yeah. my Queensland boys and girls were removed. A great man, Gav Whelan. Uh, so, quiet. Dion, been watching since that first video in the cafe with Pom and have to say it's amazing to finally be able to watch this channel come finals time. <laughs> Imagine the shite he's seen. <laughs> Same here, mate. Same here. <laughs> Same here. Bit of weedering love as well, which we love. I think for... for as, We are blessed, aren't we? <laughs> we are blessed to have... Harry, uh, sorry, well, Harry uh, and Charlie at one end and Weedering down the other end with Crips and some of these other names in the middle. Um, and then now with these role players who have just honed in on what they're doing, like these Cottrells, uh, these types, it's, yeah, it's something to cherish. I've got to say, Terry, sometimes you've asked me, can you give me a three, two, one? Right? And it's just three votes. And then, like, I've just dart for on two and one. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I think after doing the Essendon game, that was one of the that was one of the hard ones because I think we only had one or two play one player play well that game. I think it was Chera. Um, yes, <clears throat> special mention. Cotter's great effort. Well, that leads me to my next question: Who did not feature in votes that you want to give a bit of a bit of an up to, like a special mention? I'm not going to do it and to you why? and steal the one that, that you're going to choose. So I will give Paddy Dow some love. Um, I oh. thought Dow's second half was terrific, um, especially seeing his captain hurt. I think he stood up. He did mm. everything that Gripper did and some more. Um, his meters gained were exceptional with that forward press. Um, I really enjoyed Dow's game and I thought he really made it hard this week for the selectors. Made it hard because you'd imagine Fisher, Dow, all probably the first in, last out type mentality. Um, yeah. he, he he basically said, drop me at your peril. He made himself undroppable, dare I say it. He did. Yeah. yeah. Um, no surprise. I'm going to go Zach Fisher. I've just... <laughs> No, Shock. because we've been through a lot, Fish and I. We have. Shock. I've had to sit through, had to sit through um, borderline abuse just for backing a guy in, and just reminding people that um, sometimes people can be out of form. But the thing with Fish was he was the last one out of I think most, if not all, of this year's list to find his form from last year. So last year he was he was clearly playing at a level where clearly in the best 22 um, just didn't start the season very well and the confidence dropped as well as a lot of them. And yeah, I think this three game stretch, I don't know what it's going to mean. Um, I don't know whether he is now the Jordan Boyd role and that's it. And that's what he will be moving forward for the next, you know, five weeks, whatever it is. Um, I don't know what happens once Chera Walsh come back in McGovern, these types, but you just can't have, you can. I don't think you can ever have too many players playing their best footy at this time of the year now, and it just it just helps the whole cause. Terry, your boy, eh? Hey, has the mayo on that? <laughs> your boy, <laughs> hey! Look at him, your boy, coming of age. He's our boy. He's our boy. <laughs> He's backing you in, Terry. He's backed yeah. you in. Yeah. He's repaid, He's repaid the faith. He has. Yeah. But again, it's a remind not just not just um, not just fish, but Dow. They've both reminded me that you like what I said earlier. You can't just draw a conclusion without the story being finished. The season's not over. Their careers aren't over. The year's not over. So, yeah. I've got to say, Terry, a great man on this show once said to me, "Can't a man just be out of form?" Mm. I wonder if 
I wonder if the the excellence that we I said this to you the other day, the excellence we demand of the club and the players is the same excellence we demand of ourselves. It's, it's a real conundrum, Terry. It's a real conundrum. You know, the, the the standard with which we hold the club and the players and demand them to be. I wonder how many people are doing the same thing for themselves. Just a, a pondering moment for me. A, a pondering? I like it, Terry. No, no, you asked me that question the other day. It was a... It was one of your profound moments. You have a few, though, Terry. Um, interesting, isn't it? I mean, to answer your question, Deb, probably a conspiracy theory to try and not let Dow get any votes. If Dow doesn't get any coaches' votes, Deb's rioting. <laughs> this is Paddy Dow's day one fan. Deb <laughs> O'Connor. Day one. Day one, Deb. If, if I love Kerno more than his dad, Debbie definitely left loves Dal more than his dad. I tell you, like you're looking at number one ticket holder there. Number one, two, three, and four. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking here. Oh wow, Ud has donated fifty Blue Abroad memberships to people. So I guess the first fifty. Bad. Wild. Um, so I bed. think. Yeah, the, the the next fifty get a blue abroad membership, so your names will appear in in green, and you'll be members of the channel. Congrats, <laughs> thanks, Ur. Tell you, mate, what what an icon that gentleman is. I mean, Jesus. We have some really special people, don't we, in this community, like the Carlton community. We get a bit of a taste. I think the fan cams, and I think just generally the the interactions that we have. Um, I think going to the interstate trips and meeting people interstate gives me a refreshed um, and renewed perspective on how much the club means to people and some of the stories uh, that come out of that. Because, I mean, it's different to be an interstate fan than to be a fan that watches in Melbourne because you can go to the most most games here. Um, like you really need to love it to a certain level to commit this much when you're interstate or, or international. Um, and then there's also... like. You know, last week, without naming names, but we, we gave away a gift. We gave away the the cash prize, um, and uh, the winner was gracious enough to ask me to give it to somebody else in this community that was in need. And I think that one really smacked me in the face for um, how cool this is, how special this this club is, and what it's done to people. <sighs> Mate, it's so much more than just a, a monogram. It's so much more than the colour of the Guernsey. It's more than the name. I mean, it's a collective of people. Humans mm. like being around people. We are a community species, aren't we? And yeah, I mean, you've only got to watch the fan cams last night. I mean, Pom the Big Melt was brought to tears. You, know you cry, I mean? mate. Did you cry at the end? <laughs> Plate <and> melt. <laughs> yeah, absolute wet wipe I am. Takes a real man to cry. It does. It does. Yeah, I mean, what a what a complete sack of shit I am. Mm. No, you're not. You're not. Um, so that's done. Nine in a row is done. Finals is done. Didn't plan for this, mate. Like, like, what now? How to how to maximize it? I mean, we just touched on getting behind them, making sure like we're super loud and. Um, you know, making sure the energies are, are united. But uh, how does one stay in the moment and make sure that they are enjoying every single moment? Well, if you've been a long-time viewer this year, when we were going through the shit, I was a big advocate of unification, connection, was off with the players. Um, mm. That's what we need to do, connect with each other. Do you know what I mean? You see someone in the chat, have that chat. Do you know what I mean? The best way to enjoy any experience in life is to share. Do you know what I mean? It, an experience with someone is like a problem. It's, mm. yeah, it's a lot easier when you've got two people, three people, four people. And we've got so many people here, do you know what I mean? Like that are regulars. Like enjoy it, embrace it. Hug a brother, hug a sister. Do you know what I mean? Enjoy it. Like we're all united. And just remember how fucking good it is now. You can flip that when it gets shit, because it will mm. do. It's not going to be brilliant forever. 
Oh, I mean, the connections you build now, we're going to get you through that till the next week and the week after and the week after so you can live in some kind of perpetual cycle of up and downness and everything's better together, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I like this from Shane. As a 30-plus year member, I've seen the good, bad, and ugly of the Blues. Glad the Blues are, bl are back. Oh, uh, sorry, Cameron. Be present, humble, and aware at each game. This last nine weeks has been a gift to us all. Yeah, uh, yeah. The humble, the humility piece is is one that I am curious about. The confidence is there. We, I, you know, we know, we know that on our day we can beat any team in the league, any team. Therefore, we can win the premiership. Not to be arrogant or cocky, but like I just have confidence in that. But I think the losing and maybe the last six, seven, eight years, or just let's just say this whole journey with this group, like how can we not be humble? We we have been nothing but humbled. And and maybe our maybe that was part of the story and, and part of the purpose for like getting to this point now. And I don't know if it would have felt as good on Saturday or as it feels right now compared to if it had have happened in 2020 and we had a beaten Adelaide on that day and didn't chair off Bryce Gibbs or, or moments like that, you know? I don't know if it would have the same effect because we have built up years and layers into the story or into the testimony. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, the prize at the end of the journey is only as good as the journey was. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like, if, if it was easy, that pie wouldn't taste so good, but... If you've had to wrestle four crocodiles and punch a bear in the face, Nana's apple pie tastes pretty sweeter, doesn't it? But mm. I mean, I, I feel you. I mean, my mentality is I, I'm, I've been surprisingly humble during these nine wins, apart from the watch along where I'm at war. So that's a little bit different. I, I'm in battle mode, but post game and stuff, I'm quite quiet because, you know, opposition fans have hanged shit on us. But, you know, truth be told, I only get into stooshes with people that I feel at the time are equal to me. And if I view you as beneath me and not worth my voice, I just don't give it. So mm. I know my team's better than 17 other clubs. So you know what? I'm not going to not gonna lower myself to the standards of mingling with the common folk when I'm mingling with 290 fucking legends at the moment. Do you know what I mean? What, what, why would I go and chat fucking and lower my IQ? Yeah. Yeah. Backhanded oh. slap there for you. Yeah, cop that one. <laughs> Clip that one, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk quickly about um, the VFL. What the fuck was that? That had, like, that's it. Season's over for the VFL, right? Because of that loss, if I'm not mistaken. Calton managed to turn the percentage around just enough to sneak other teams in. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was, yeah, that was a tough watch. If you did happen to watch the VFL, which I did notice a few people on Twitter going, we don't do well in Queensland. Look, doom, doom. Um, it was poor. It was piss poor from start to finish. Credit to Gold Coast, though. Their VFL team are supreme, to be fair. They're a very right. talented bunch of boys and They've been very tough to beat all year. One of the best sides in it, but the Blues were almost fucking woeful. It was like 2018 Blues. I don't know if they brought it out just so we could understand what it's like to be good and not so good, but yeah, poor show. And when you get peppered like that, they don't deserve to play finals. So unfortunately, no. we're not going to have an auxiliary method to keep players fit and rotate which means now that all these 38 fit boys are going to have to work incredibly hard in training. Yes. Yes. Well, that, that was the, that was, I guess we spoke about it a little too soon because last week we were saying, oh, you know, it's okay if you're not going to play the one because there's a VFL premiership there. And I mean, a loss of that magnitude is, is significant. Um, but, you know, what can you do? Much. I mean, Sauce, old Jay Sauce, um, looked to have aggravated his knee. He didn't play um, the second portion of the game, which the club hasn't mentioned if that's an injury. It did look from my eye and looking at his mannerisms on the pine that mm -hmm. it was more precautionary than like doomsday, let's all kick, let's all panic. So 
I, I do think he'll be all right. But yeah, let's be honest. Chuck, Constable, Davis, um, Hollands, they, they had a field day against our baby blues. So um, yeah, just, just don't like that one. And let's never talk about it again. Never again. Well, let's talk about the team dynamic a bit because the moment has come. And the moment that I talk of is the moment where we now know Chera, Walsh, and McGovern, according to reports tonight from John Ralph. So I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. I don't think he has a reason to lie on that one. But the reports are that they're available to play this week. So now what do we do? This was the situation we were talking about a few weeks ago with, you know, Dow came into the side and Fisher came into the side and and these types. Uh, Fogarty has come into the side and he's just gone out due to some soreness from last week. Uh, so I guess Fogarty's available to play as well. What in the world do you do? Well, I mean, you've got to play them. I mean, you've got to, I mean, they are regardless of, who else you like in the 22? Mitch McGovern, Mr. Chera, and Mr. Walsh. They are best 22, without a shadow of a doubt. So they'll play. Um, perfect time to play them because I do think you need a game before the seriousness yep. happens. Yep. Do you know what I mean? You've got to. Um, all three of them, especially McGovern, needs his eye in for a week. Do you know what I mean? It'd be suicide to bring them back in for a final. And you've got to listen to people more experienced than us playing finals. Chris Scott demands and advocates that being able to prime players and get players' eyes in and things like that. So, do you know what I mean? For me, Walsh, McGovern and Chera, they have to play this week because then you're talking about ruining the equilibrium in a final. And do you want to be experimental in a final? Do you know what I mean? Mm, like, I think no. that'd be mental. For me, mental. So, Cripps is. Does he get a rest? He was padded up. Do you give him the week, extra couple of weeks, just to sort that out and give Walsh on ball and trust Dow again? Chera can come quite easily in, and McGovern can quite easily come in for March Bank. It's not too difficult. Um, Ed Kernel, do you pull him off, and Walsh comes in, and you just rotate the sub? Do you maybe give Cottrell a rest? He has ran. 50 meter, kilometers in three games. So it's a long time to run. Or do you give mm. Hollands? It, it's going to be tough, but I think it's uh, going to be quite exciting. Mm. Well, you can tune in to when is the team show on Pommy Nonsense? So tomorrow? Or are you going Wednesday. back to Wednesday? Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. We're going, to, we're going to hash that out. That's going to be interesting. Um, what about you guys at home? What would you do? Crips, I, Crips I'm with you. The idea of resting Crips for two weeks because we obviously get the, the pre-finals by. So the idea of Crips getting a, a two-week rest to get over any niggles, which at this point of the year, you'd like you'd probably think every player's got some level of niggle. And it looks like we are going to benefit quite heavily this time around, this year, um, in this situation, from a pre-finals by. And potentially a game in round 24 uh, if we're going to rest other players. Um, also taking into account, you know, we're coming from fifth, you know, so there's a, there's an, there's a, there's an extra layer, layer of, of difficulty, so to speak. Most pundits would say the premiership winner comes from top four. So we're going to have to defy the odds. And I think that is why the pre-finals buy is going to be crucial for us in, in the way that we manage our players through it. I couldn't give a fuck, mate. Told you before, the Collingwood game, whoever wins it wins the flag. So we're winning the flag. Mm. So, I mean, fucking rest Charlie Kerner for all I care. You can't fight mm. inevitability. Yeah, true. Flag is... Story, am I allowed to say it was written in the stars? Am I allowed to say that again? Yeah, fuck it. Terry, do what you want. Nine in a row, <laughs> mate. Say whatever you want. True, true. Um, reflecting, 12 months ago, I was going to put a little compilation together of the, the fan cams after we lost to Collingwood, but 12 months ago, actually, no, this is the question. In the last 12 months from the Collingwood loss until this moment right now, knowing that we're in, what have you learned? 
those of you at home, what have you learned in 12 months from that moment? We all sat here on this show devastated until right now. Um, pro probably my wife wanting to divorce me after the Essendon game. To be honest, I, I didn't realise how much of a dickhead I am. I, I didn't realise how much just behind closed doors that I, I, I take on board and how I harness my energy a little bit and I hold on to it. And I think that was the big thing for me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just get it out there and start turning it around. That was something that Mrs. Pom said to me. I'm a very positive person. When someone says we can't do it, I, I, I believe I can. Um, I believe anyone in my family can do it and probably changing my mindset a little bit more. So if you go back and watch that Essendon, there was definitely a more positive pom came out and being more pragmatic instead of grumpy. And that was probably my big lesson. Do you know what I mean? Being who I am on and off the camera and including my football team. Mm. Being a better husband. I love that. Um, Bucks Bell, I was right. <laughs> uh, passion and resilience. I'm just reading through some of these. What did I learn? Oh, I like this one. We don't sack coaches just on bad performances. Mm. I learned the last 12 months. What I learned? I learned that the story doesn't end and that. Regardless of if we had a made, I mean, we said this eight weeks ago, if we made finals this year or not, round one next year, round 11 next year, round 21 next year, we'd still be there doing the same thing and so on and so forth. I think uh, there's that. And then in 12 months, I think what else have I learned? I've learned the true power of what a fan base can do for and against its own club. I, I, I've learned another layer of the gravity of, of what a fan base can do. And I've learned that even a comment in a live chat like tonight or any show, I've learned that every single individual comment that is made has weight and has gravity. And if the wrong, well, the right slash wrong person reads that comment, um, it can have an impact. And I think as a whole, this is probably more of a, you're right. This is probably more of a reflection of what I've, what I've, what I've noticed from the fan base more than my own. But I think we're starting to learn the power of our words online and the effects that they can have. I think we're starting to learn about it. Um, so, yeah. Mate, amen. Amen. So, Sunday, the Giants. How do you uh, observe the Giants game this week? Um, I suppose, I mean, potentially we're going to be playing them twice in a row. So, I mean, I suppose one little argument comes of, do you want to give too much away? But I'd imagine the Blues will do the right thing, rotate players and go into this game knowing that the biggest fish to fry is two weeks after that and making sure that we are prime for that because we get to enjoy it. They get to have a little farewell of the regular season. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's important for guys like Harry and the three that are going to come in to get the match fit. Um, from what the report suggests, we're going to, we're going to just go in with it with a fully full strength side. The reality is I don't know what the right thing to do is because I don't I haven't been in this situation too many times. So I'm gonna learn something this week. But yeah, just hope for for no injuries, get through unscathed, and then showing up to the MCG the week later. Could be against the Giants, as you said. So we shall see, my friend. Flaggers. Flaggers. Now, a few things. Uh, Rocco sent me through a, a preview for the Jumper Punch tomorrow, but it, it just hasn't downloaded and it's not working. But long story short, Mark Porter is the special guest on the Jumper Punch. So you can check that out. Tomorrow, they're going to be live, 7 p.m. here on the Blue Abroad YouTube channel. Uh, after this, 
in any minute, we're going to turn this show off and the Almost Blues Brothers will be live. Uh, we mentioned Pomienos Wednesday night for the teams. The AFLW show is back this week, which is exciting. I got to go down to the club last week, Pom. Stepped onto the hallow turf. Got to watch the girls train, get some footage. Should have seen Willem. Should have seen Willem, mate. Like a kid in a candy store taking his footage. And uh, we're going to use a lot of that for the Instagram edits, things of that nature. But long story short, that is us for tonight. Pom, thank you for the... Thank you for the work, mate. Thank you for the work on the ratings. If you're not watching the player ratings, you're missing out because we've got heat maps. We've got the whole lot going on. Um, and long may this continue. See you throughout the week and finals football's on its way. And stay tuned for a world exclusive coming on the Pommy and Oz channel in the next 24 hours. World exclusive. World exclusive. All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs>